When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And this week we're going to be doing another just little chill game chat where we're talking about lots of video games. And I guess before all of that, we did get some Dragon Quest news earlier in the week, so we might as well recap that kind of stuff. Um, For you or anybody who doesn't know, I thought it was interesting that they went ahead and announced DLC for Dragon Quest Monsters, the Dark Prince, already oh, this well, far I didn't out. See this. I've had my head down so uh, so much this week that I haven't checked anything. No. Yeah, um, the details are, are kind of scant right now. Like they haven't released like pricing or anything like that. But uh, from what I've heard, there's going to be three packs of DLC coming. Hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't know if they're all at once or they're going to be staggered, but for sure the first one is uh, January. I think January 12th, 2024. We've already got a date for it. So that's fast. Yeah, so like the game will come out December 1st, and then January 12th we'll get at least one DLC, maybe all at once. I don't know. Um, And they have confirmed, Square Enix has confirmed that it's all going to be, uh, it's going to be sold individually. Oh, yeah, and so no season pass or anything. Yeah, and from from what they've shared so far, yeah, and that it's right. not going to be that they're not planning on doing like a Dark Prince all in one edition later on, mm. where it's like you get the game right. and all the DLC. Um, they've also been a little weird about what's included. Uh, I mean, they may the not have that finalized fully yet. DLC, I don't know. Like, there's quite a few details already. Like, there's. Basically, each DLC has like some new content and a new outfit that Sorrow can wear. Um, and oh, so, cool. yeah. And so, uh, let me pull it up real quick. There's the mole hunt, um, which <laughs> uh, I guess is exactly what it sounds like kind of like the mole hunt kind of thing from like Dragon Quest Eight, maybe, or like Joker 2, where it has involves yeah. the moles. Um, what's his name? Don Mole. Um, Don Mole, yeah. And. Uh, the outfit is called Gothic Vestment for that one. <laughs> and then there's Coach Joe's Dungeon Gym. Um, you get, That's awesome. I you love get it. Cake Maker's Clobber is the outfit. Uh, there's this one that has bosses. You get uh, rare items and things like that for your monsters. Yeah. Um, and that one. And then there is uh, Treasure Trunks. Uh, Monstrous Mail is the outfit. Um, and there are uh, like surprise monsters and it involves like running through a gauntlet, it sounds like, and grabbing chests and trying to collect as many chests as possible. Nice. But yeah, so so they have released like a, quite a few steady details for this, even if there is no pricing or and it's uh, fairly nonspecific. But I mean, that's uh, still cool. And I don't know, I'm a little I'm always kind of wary of DLC 
Um, right. As we've been trained to be in general. It sounds like this is pretty much like, I don't want to say inconsequential, but it sounds like it's there for the people who want it. Like if you want to do some other stuff, kind of like the, like when Breath of the Wild had DLC, you know, and it was like the master trials or whatever, yeah. who was just like a gauntlet. Um, and you got yeah. like a bike and I things s- like that. I never bought it. I never bought it either, but it's there for like people who want to play it, but it's not the kind of DLC that I tend to hate. Like FF15's DLC, where it's like, if you don't buy this DLC and you don't play it, then it feels like you're, you've got an incomplete right. story and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and, or like that we've seen like with FF7 remake, adding the Yuffie stuff or like Kingdom Hearts 3, um, got story DLC where I'm just like, like, that's the kind of DLC. I'm just like, oh, I don't want that. But if it's like, if it's like Breath of the Wild or even Nino Kuni 2, where it got like some cool, uh, stuff that I actually did the Nino Kuni 2 DLC, but. Right. Where it's things like that, but it's like if you never play it, it doesn't necessarily feel like you're missing out on anything, but it's there for the people who want it and want some new content for their game. And so this is kind of the this is the kind of DLC I think I can get behind. <laughs> so, you know, we were talking about just now you were saying that they were releasing it separately and not having a uh like collected edition or anything. So I was looking it up to see if I could see any of the this stuff because like I said, I missed this earlier in the week. And Play Asia actually has a Switch game called uh, Dragon Quest Monsters Dark Prince Master Edition, and it's multi-language. It's got English, and it says it has DLC in it. And it says uh, it's got the gothic coat, patissier clothes, uh, demon armor, uh, like the training labyrinth, uh, Mog Dungeon, Mugen Box, uh, Tokino Mugen Box. And it's like, I wonder what this is, but it says it has English in it, so I'm really tempted to get this one and have it shipped. Well, how much uh, is it? It is $84.99. Uh, oh, that's not bad. And Play Asia is expensive, usually more expensive than generally general, but uh, I didn't know there was like an Asian version of DQ Monsters that was being released, the one that had the multi-language carts on it like we've bought before. Um, and I'm really curious because it says it ships December 1st, and it's got the three, it says box contents and those three uh, different kinds of DLC. Well, so I'm curious it, now. well, I wouldn't, I don't think it means you're it getting could it. could come with one. the keys, like yeah. the, the, the keys for it to redeem later. Of course. I started yeah. to say, it's probably like, I think if I remember right, that's how Nino Kuni two was for the collector's edition. It came with the yeah. codes, but then the DLC released later and like uh dark Alliance, the, the newest D and D dark Alliance game was that way too, where it's like you, yeah, you it was. input the code, but you didn't get the DLC immediately. Um, I would say it's probably something like that. But either way, if that's like some kind of collector's edition for only like 85 yeah, I'll send you the link to it real quick, but I'm probably going to order it myself because I like having the Japanese versions of uh, the of Dragon Quest games. And even if I have the, the English version as well. Yeah. Uh, but this one looks, it looks really, really cool. So uh, those of you who are uh, listening, you can look that up. It's the Dragon Quest Monsters Dark Prince Master Editions on PlayAsia. Um, I was actually just looking up Dragon Quest Monsters DLC and it popped up and I'm like, oh man, this is what I want. And so I'm probably just going to order it, you know, from by, via PayPal in a, <laughs> a few minutes when we get done with this. Yeah, um, that sounds but good. It's, it does look really cool. I sent you the link on Discord as we record this. So it's neat. Like this excites me. I don't know why the idea of it having DLC announced makes me more excited for the game than I was before. Oh, and really? I think it's because it means, I think it means that they're really trying on this one. 
that that if they're already planning and announcing uh, the DLC for this, that they are not just going to be kind of pushing this out and letting it stand on its own, kind of like they did with Treasures, where they have it out, it didn't really get a whole lot of post-launch love. And this one, I think they're really looking at this game as being a very high-quality release that's going to do well for them. Yeah, so I mean, they're excited for it. Even like the promotion that they've done for this, yeah. I feel like I feel like Monsters has gotten more promotion than even like the die game that's about to come out <laughs> in, yeah. just a, in just a few weeks. Like absolutely. I feel like, but I think it is that you know Monsters is a very beloved spinoff series, and I think this is a hyped game, rightfully so. And um, yeah, I, I hope it does really well, and I hope we see it really take off, and I hope that even like non dragon quest people check it out and play it and enjoy it right. and have a good time with it. Um, I would love, I'm really hoping that. that this is a, a way for non dragon quest people like the Pokemon folks who may not be dragon quest people to see, Oh, another monster collecting game and monster training game and uh, give it a shot where, uh, because well, there are so many Pokemon ripoffs that aren't generally terribly great that maybe this will be a, a good one for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, even I work with someone who we were talking about dragon quest and he was like, so uh, he knows, you know, that I love dragon quest. I have this podcast yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And he was like, so dragon quest monsters is one of my favorite series of all time. He was oh. like, but I've tried mainline games. Like I tried dragon quest eight and couldn't get into it, but I love monsters. So am I gonna like dragon quest 11? was how he kind of oh. framed it. And that was kind of like a difficult one for me because I was like, I love That's Dragon Quest XI. Question. Yeah, but if you if you couldn't get into 8 even a little bit, a mainline game doesn't have appeal to you, and like you like the actual monsters gameplay and that kind of stuff, I was like, I don't think you'll like 11 per se. Uh-uh. And then I know when this got announced, he was like just as hyped for it as I was, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, I bet. And Especially we if it was one of his favorite series before. Yeah, so we were kind of talking back and forth like, okay, are you reviewing it? Are you reviewing it? Who's reviewing this? And, Maybe you do uh, a co-review. Because we were both kind of excited for it, yeah. But um, but either way, I thought that was some cool uh, Dragon Quest news uh, that we've gotten just in the last little bit that actually affects us because a lot of it doesn't tend to affect us over here in the West. <laughs> right, um, and as, like, as that's we get just really, really cool. Stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so what about you? I know you got your new TV. Have you gotten to play FF 16 at all yet? I have not loaded it up one time. No, I haven't had a chance to. It's, uh, it got, we got it delivered on Monday and we've watched a few things, but I have not loaded up. Uh, Jennifer beat, uh, Illusion Island last night, um, and is going back to hundred percent it, but that's the only game that we've played on the TV so far. I haven't uh, had time to actually just sit with the uh, TV and play 16 yet, but I'm super excited too, because it's, uh, you know, a 4k, uh, UHD TV. And so I'm super excited to see what the PS five actually looks like on here, like a, a real game, a game that really pushes the limits of what the, the PS five can do, uh, on this kind of TV. Yeah. I just I've just never make, seen a 4K game like this. Make sure you go make sure you go back to it. I don't want you like because you've taken this big break and because I know how much you loved it. And then you're just. Like, oh, yeah, it was fantastic. Like a, month, like a month from now, you're like, oh, yeah, I took a break and then I just never went back. Don't do that. I mean, that that is very likely to happen with me and then go back much later. Uh, 
But, uh, I, and part of the reason that I didn't go back to it before, even now was because I wanted, um, I didn't want to sit and watch cutscenes. I wanted to actively do something. So I'm hoping to be able to get back to that pretty soon. Yeah. And see how pretty it is. It looks good. I mean, I, I mean, I have a 4k TV and I'm not like one of these graphics people where I'm like, if you look here at the ray tracing, like I cannot give any kind yeah. of analysis. Like I just can't, it looks pretty. Like that's about all, right. <laughs> all I can say. Yeah. Like when I'm playing it, like it looks pretty. And I know that, that I, we were talking about illusion Island on the switch and how we were like kind of prepping ourselves because we had always heard that switch games can be a little bit blurry on a higher def, uh, larger screen TV. And we're like, no, this looks like a cartoon. It's real pretty. So we haven't tried any others on there, but it's like, yeah, we're not enough of graphics fidelity people that we're uh, really put off by that kind of of thing. So it's like we're we're very happy with the the TV so far and how things look on it. Yeah, I've never had an issue with my Switch being docked. I mean, obviously, like you go from playing a game like FF16 to playing like Trails (laughs) into Reverie on the switch on the TV, like you can tell, but I mean, just the graphics, the style and everything is different. So it's like, um, I'm, but yeah, I've never been like, Oh my eyes, this is so ugly. Yeah. Or anything like that. And even like, I'm playing another game right now on the switch. And even that I'm going back between that and, uh, guardians of the galaxy on PS five. I'm not, I'm not getting like whiplash or anything in between, between the two games. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had it do. I can't remember the game that did that to me. There was one where I had whiplash uh, because of frame rate. I was playing something with a really smooth high frame rate on the PS5, and then uh, and then I loaded up something on the Switch, and uh, it was really really jerky. Like it wasn't an optimized game in any way, and uh, my eyes were like, "Oh man, this is why I'm playing uh, PS5 games right now." Woo! And, uh, but other than that, like, I've never had that kind of issue before. Yeah. The only, the only time I can really think of that I was just like, oh, this game is really, is really bad is when, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're telling and, me about that. And playing Violet, like that was really the first game ever on Switch. And I don't think it was a Switch's fault. I, I'm a hundred percent convinced it's Pokemon's fault. Um, it was just like. Like I didn't have trouble with bugs and glitches the way that a lot of people did with it, but it was just like the the game just would like get so blurry sometimes and there would be like weird uh, just weird things happening that it was it was definitely like a like the, I mean I had fun with it and I thought it was a fine game, but um it was definitely one of those games when I played it that it felt like maybe this needed like another 6 months. <laughs> maybe uh, they should have let this one cook a little bit. And uh, did that did that ever get fixed? Like, I don't know. I've no, never there gone was a lot of problem. I've never gone back to it. Scarlet and Violet is like I mean I had fun with it, but just in terms of like overall Pokemon games, like they're pretty like they're probably somewhere in the middle for me. Like I didn't just right. I didn't just love it or anything. I definitely enjoyed Sword and Shield and Legends Arceus way more. Mm-hmm. So coming off of those games and then getting mm-hmm. into Scarlet and Violet, I just didn't like a lot of the new Pokemon in this one. I didn't like necessarily the world. And even though it was open world, um, I just, I don't know. It was a hard, I had a hard time getting into it, even though I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I beat it, but I have not gone back at all. I haven't done my usual stuff where I go through and like, Oh, I didn't think you'd actually beat it. No, no, I beat it like 
way back when when it first released. I um, thought you actually abandoned it and didn't uh, didn't beat it. No, no, I, no, I beat it and and went through to get my living decks. You know where I got, got yeah. so that I could transform into home once home compatibility happened, mm-hmm. and then home compat home compatibility has happened, and I still haven't booted it back up and done it again yeah. or anything. Where it's like I'll I'll get to it. The DLC first wave of DLC is like September thirteenth, and I'm still debating. I don't know. I've, I I kind of think I will because I only bought Scarlet, uh, only bought Violet, and so I'm kind of thinking I might do a thing the similar thing that I did with Sword and Shield, where like I buy one edition, like I bought Sword and then I bought Shield back when it was like had all the DLC included. Right. I think yeah. we'll get that kind of. I think we'll get that kind of release for these two. And so I bought Violet, and so I'll probably pick up Scarlet whenever all the DLC is like included mm. on the cart because I really like that they did that for Sword and Shield. That it's just like all, all it's all on the cart. You don't have to worry about a code or anything like that. It's just all on oh, the and yeah. Oh, I which, didn't know that. Yeah, which I thought was a really awesome thing. And so I'm ho- I'm holding out hope that they'll do that for this one. Um, and I don't know. I just I haven't been much of a Pokemon mood. Right now, I mean that's still a month away, so maybe I'll, I'll mm-hmm. I will be Pokemon game mood, I guess. Like I'm still having fun with the cards, and like the kids and I are still, you know, collecting right. cards and playing the card game and stuff. But in terms of the actual video games, we haven't done too much. Um, I did, I, I did beat Ratchet and Clank last week. We were talking about me playing Ratchet. Did you? And Clank. Yeah. I oh did. yeah, you did tell me you platinumed it. I did. Yeah, you were right. It was a very easy platinum. Like I, yeah. I beat the whole game. And the only trophy I was missing was like, you have to play through the first like two mm-hmm. minutes of the game to get the two weapons in new game plus. And yep, I was like, like, go through, it'll take like a max of 10 minutes. If you uh, just kind of casually go through. Oh yeah. I mean, it took me like two minutes cause I skipped all the cutscenes. Um, yep. but yeah, I just, I realized that was the only trophy I didn't have. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'll just, I'll start a new uh-huh. game plus and just run through and buy those weapons real fast. And so I ran yeah. through and did that. Now, I haven't played the challenge mode with the new weapons and uh, where it's a little harder. I haven't played through it, and partially because there wasn't any trophies to to earn during that. But it was a game that I was sad it was done. That it was long enough for me to truly enjoy and short enough that I really wanted more of it. Uh, yeah, I'm, but, yeah. I, I was the same way. We because Naomi's really been into it and and the twins like watching it and so like she's got her own game save for it and she's probably she's over halfway through that story now and whenever after challenge mode I let her play on my save to check stuff out Mm -hmm. Um, and so she's been running around in there I mean you can still choose like the difficulty setting for it and so since she's playing it I've got it on the one not the not the easiest where like you can't die, but the one right above that where like it's it's harder to die. Right. Um, I've got her set on that one, and she's been running around and having a good time with it. But but yeah, I really did enjoy that game. Um, you were right about it. It was very yeah. Good I mean, it was I it. it was much better than the PS4 version that made me be like, well, I guess this is okay. And so I didn't even really get beyond the first couple of stages of it on the PS4 version. But after really liking how really liking Rift Apart, going back to play the PS4 version, it was like, oh, yeah, this is fine. I like this well enough to beat that. uh, It's good enough to beat, but it wasn't good enough to make me uh, like jump into the series for the first time. 
uh, Rift Apart was and then made me really enjoy the PS4 version because I saw how far it had come and I knew like, oh yeah, this is how you do this. This is why this is this way, that sort of thing. I want to go back and actually replay some of the PS2 ones. They're they're uh, definitely games of their time. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's how the Jack and Daxter games are too, but I mean, I still play those. They are but, as well, yeah. But, but my problem is that the Jack and Daxter ones I bought and have them on like my PS4, PS5, whatever I want to play them on. But yeah. the Ratchet and Clank games, you can only get... Same for Sly Cooper, because I was thinking about maybe playing some of those because I was in a platformy mood. But mm-hmm. you can't buy any of those individually because of PlayStation like doing their whole PS Extra, Premium, yes. all that kind of stuff. Like It's hard to... A lot of those games you can't buy individually anymore or at all. And so like you have to subscribe... And I'm just like, nope, not doing it out of spite. You're not going to get me. <laughs> like, like that, put this I, I game played, up. Put this game up for $9.99 and let me just buy I, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I played, uh, I have PS Plus because it, like I, I'd done a long time ago, I PS Plus, I found like a $40 upgrade on sale. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'll do that. I'm going to play enough games for it. And uh, it was, I was right. But uh, yeah, um, I have the Sly Cooper games on my Vita. Uh, Sly 1, 2, and 3 that uh, I got. So uh, I still, I, I think, man, you need to you need to buy a Vita. There, you, there are so many games that you would love on there. They're also on PS3, and I've got my PS3 hooked up. They are. The moment, yeah, so. I mean, they're they're roughly the same thing on the Vita and PS3. Yes, so, but I wouldn't have I to, did, like, I would have to buy an entire Vita, is what I'm saying, or I could just buy the game for PS3. Yeah, but the Vita is much cooler than PS3. Like, there's so much more stuff to play. I love the Vita. Man, I think the Vita and the 3DS are just right there as far as my favorite systems ever. Like where for a long time it was the Game Boy Advance SP where it was like, this is the perfect system. And I think that 3DS and Vita are both like right there replacing it where these are just about the perfect handheld systems. More than Switch? Uh, You like the... More than than Switch. Switch. Wow. Because they're, they're more portable. Uh, I can I can actually take them places like when I travel. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm bringing an extra thing with me. Like I don't feel like I have it. Like I have to open up my switch at the airport because it's bigger than a cell phone. Like I have to include it separately through security and got yelled at the last time I came through Orlando uh, because I didn't open up my switch case because like you have to get some everything bigger than a cell phone. It's like nobody told me this, but they yelled at me anyway. And it's like. It's a Nintendo so you ha- Switch, y'all. That's weird. I didn't know you had yeah. to So you have to do that for like, they make you do that Any now electronic, for like Kindle, or like your Kindle or your yep, iPad? They even? say Kindle and iPad, they said. Uh, they were they were being real strict about it. They didn't through Huntsville, but they were being real weird about stuff uh, coming out of Orlando last time. And I was so mad. Yeah, I would be. I've never flown in and out of Orlando, I don't think, but. Yeah, last time we flew, like I had my switch and everything, and I just had my whole like bag there and just like put my whole bag through. Yeah, um, and they always make me take out my laptop, which I understand. I'm so used to that. But when I have my 3ds or Vita, it's never anything. But I've had to take my switch out of the case multiple times at different airports, and I'm just like, man, this is a. It's not even. It's a mild inconvenience, but it's also it's just large enough that I feel like it's not incredibly portable like the others are if that makes any kind of sense yeah yeah like when i'm playing my switch if i'm carrying it somewhere it's like i can actually stick the other ones in my pocket but uh which i don't do often which i don't do often but i do sometimes 
And uh, like, it's weird. I know I'm, I'm a 40 year old guy. I don't really like walk around with a 3ds in my pocket often, <laughs> but uh, you but should I have in the past. I mean, I should, I guess I do. But uh, the, the switch there, there's not even the option of traveling as easily with it. So uh, I really, I really love the switch, but I feel like the others are overall better handheld systems. I yeah. think the switch is an overall better system. Don't get me wrong. Like if, if you're looking at pure value games, everything else with the switch is a, a much better value than the others, like power wise, just system wise. But if I'm going to like just have a single handheld that I bring with me, it's actually probably going to be my 3DS, uh, either that or the Vita, depending on uh, what I'm playing at the time. Yeah, I got you. That makes sense. I mean, I went like, I guess last year I'd or year before that. So at some point I had to go to the DMV to uh, renew my driver's license. Yeah. And it was, I had, I hadn't gone the previous time. Cause like every other time you can just do it online and use your old photo. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was like, I had to actually come in to get a new photo and everything. Uh, and so it was like, and the ways the DMV works down here is you can set an appointment, but yeah. you have to do it three months in advance. So it's not uh-huh. like you can just set it up. And so, and I didn't, I, I didn't realize my license was expiring or whatever. So I didn't get in to set up an appointment. So I just had to go one day and I took my switch with me and played Dragon Quest mm. 11S definitive edition um, <laughs> the entire time. I was there for like six hours. Um, and uh, yeah, like I Dang, you really did spend, you really did have a DMV experience then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a busy DMV. It's, it's much busier yeah. than, so like. You know, like in Tennessee, like in Lawrenceburg, I felt like I would go to the DMV and didn't take very long. And even like the last time I had to renew my license in Lawrenceburg, you didn't even go to the DMV. There was like a little bank on the square that had a kiosk. Yeah, we we just do it at the municipal building here in town. We don't actually have to go to the DMV unless it's a new picture or something. Yeah, well, this was for a new picture, but you went into the bank there on the Lawrenceburg Square, and there's a little computer kiosk. Yeah, and you can pay with your debit card, and you show it scans your ID for you, and it has a camera in it, and it like tells you to take a few steps back, and you step back. It takes your photo, and it prints the card right out for you there, and you just do it all. And there's like no line. It took me you know, 10 minutes tops to do the whole thing. Right. And then, and then skip way ahead to all these years later. Yeah. Cause last time I just did it online, I had to do it. Um, I had to do it here and it's and in the Palm beach County. Understandably, there's like millions of people here versus oh, 30,000. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah. so anyway, yeah, it was just, it was much more crowded. It was much more of a process and a headache and everything. And, um, I thought I was actually, this has nothing to do with video games, but when I was there, I actually thought I was going to fail it because, because it was the, I hadn't done it the last time. Um, they made me look through the lens, uh, to like do the eye test again. Uh huh. Yeah. And my glasses, I cannot see without my glasses. Okay. If I take my no, glasses no, me off, either, yeah. like I can't see anything. I can see maybe, maybe two inches in front of my face. And then after that, it's just colors and shapes. Like, like yeah. really like no exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so, like I'm actually the same way. Yeah. And, but this, it was like, you look down, it was kind of like looking into like a microscope thing. And so it was pressing uh, up against my glasses and there was no good way for me to see it with my glasses on because it was like smashing my glasses into my face. Uh-huh. And the alternative, I guess, is taking my glasses off, which I knew I wouldn't be able to see. No. And anyway, I was just, I really did. I felt like that, uh, like that gif of like Jordan Peele sweating 
Like that's what <laughs> I felt like. Cause I was like, Holy crap, they're going to like think I can't see at all. And, um, anyway, I passed, but I still, I, I think it was mostly unlucky guesses, but I hated that machine. Like it was not glasses friendly at all. Um, as yeah, opposed I mean, to, I haven't, Again, as opposed to the one in Tennessee, it's like you you stand far away and you just look at it. It's like they have it yeah. like on a wall or on a screen if you did it at the kiosk, but it wasn't like, but this was like you had to look down into like a microscope type deal. Wow. I did not like it. That's, yeah, I mean, I haven't had to do that. That would be, that'd be terrifying not being able to get your license and fail even with your glasses. Yeah. And so and, anyway, but I don't have to worry okay. about it now, I guess, for a while because I can just renew it online in 2027. So here's a tangent that goes along with that for our video game podcast. Yes. I have vision insurance and I need to get new glasses. My vision insurance covers like one pair of frames and a thing and uh, an exam per year. So my, it, my insurance is completely changing over to a new company in, on September 15th. If I, with new vision, if I go and get new glasses right now through this insurance and then go back in a month, with the other insurance to get other glasses that's covered every year. Is that insurance fraud? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That's probably not something you should curious. just ask on a podcast for anyone <laughs> to listen to. This is going to get brought into evidence in court. Just so you know, like, like when you're, you're going to have to cut this out then, but I'm curious, <laughs> like, like going into a tangent like that, I was thinking about, I was like, I need new glasses. Can I get two pairs of free glasses because I'm switching insurance? Probably. I don't know. Probably. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm no, I'm no expert here. But yes, and then when you're when you're hearing this in court, I just want to make it clear to the court and anyone listening that I told him not to do this. <laughs> I mean, there is a a high chance that I will not do this because I'm scared of everything. And, go to uh, go to Eyeglass but, World. You get two pairs of glasses for one anyway. We don't have anything like that here. You don't have an Eyeglass World? Mm-mm, never heard of it. What? It's like the McDonald's of like glasses places. No. No, not here. We 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 have like Florence Eye Center, and uh, Dude, there has there has to be an eyeglass world like near uh, you. maybe not there so. in Florence, but like, at least in Huntsville. I don't know. There has to be once like within. I don't know. That's blowing my mind. It's like uh, there. Yeah, really. I mean, it's like McDonald's, but they sell you eyeglasses and do eye exams. That's where I did mine last year, and the the doctor was like, "The good news is your eyes are healthy. The bad news is." you can't see well at all. I was like, yes, no, I know. The, the, <laughs> I mean, that is true. Yes, thank you. Uh, the only one in Alabama is in Mobile, so it is like seven hours away from me. Man, that's that's wild. Yeah, that's nothing. Nice to me. I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> all right. Anyway, yeah. video games again. Hey, video games. <laughs> um, yeah, before, uh, before we run out of time or anything, um, I did want to mention to you because I complained about Guardians of the Galaxy. So you had told me, you'd recommended Ratchet and Clank to me and right. I loved it. And I was like, okay, cool. BJ gave me a good recommendation. And we had talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. About how much you and Jennifer enjoyed it. So I bought it. And yesterday I was complaining to you about how the characters do not shut up and, anno and are annoying. Yeah, and how but, mad you were. I could tell how mad you were in the text. Yeah, like I bought the game used for like 10 bucks on eBay and I was still mad that I'd spent money on it. And I was like, <laughs> this is so obnoxious. Like this is right. a very annoying game. And I still think it's overdone. I still think they're trying way, way too hard by having just characters talk constantly. Um, yeah. And, but it did even out. Like I played it a little bit more. I decided to just try 
Okay, and I good. did play it after chapter one and did ran through the chapter two stuff with a Nova Core mm-hmm. and then made it yeah. on chapter three. And it is a little bit better, but they do still talk way too much. And I stand by that it's very annoying. And and it's funny because I did not mention this to anybody in our household, but Grace and the girls were watching me play it and they were like listening to it a lot yesterday evening. And after the kids went to bed and I had it turned off and all, I was like, I was like, I thought I was really going to hate this game, but it's kind of even out. And I think I like it more now. Oh, good. And, and, and good. Grace, Grace just kind of frowned and she was like, it sure is talky. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, that's what I hate about it too. Like nobody will ever shut up. And she was like, yeah, like it like, is like never quiet. Like someone's just always like bickering. And I was like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's obnoxious. Um, and I mean, that's part of Guardians. And, but uh, but most that, of the like, time, it, it most of the time it's endearing. Like the movies can push the limit for me, but most of the time, like the comics, the movies, whatever, it's like it's like they walk a fine line between endearing and like obnoxious. I mean, it's always Sunny in Philadelphia right. does the same thing. It's always just people bickering and screaming over each other. Yeah, and it's like there's a fine line to walk. But this game really did feel like they were just trying way, way too hard to give it that feel. And we're just too afraid to just let it be silent for a few seconds. And I, I really don't think it's ever been silent. And huh. maybe maybe you didn't notice it because you don't have kids. But as someone who lives in a house where someone is saying, hey, dad, um, frequently. Yeah, like, like <laughs> same, 24 hours a day. And the same for Grace with, hey, mom, and just you know, talk constantly getting in fights or arguing and stuff. Like you, like whenever you're playing a game where people just will not shut up, like it's very noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> and see, for us, like generally, it's a relatively quiet house, and so it's uh, just like so that maybe- kind of thing was just part of the game. And it was like, oh, this is endearing because they're talking to each other, they're interacting, they're joking back and forth. Uh, that we enjoyed the banter. Yeah, I, I do not. They need to be quiet for just a little while. Just like let me breathe sometimes. And yeah, and I, I, mean, I do get annoyed because as someone who likes to explore in video games, like I mentioned that this last week and I mentioned it before, like I love to just run around and collect things, right? And that is something right. that I really hate about this game is that there's clearly collectibles, there's things you can find, but if you take even two steps off the beaten path, whoever is in your party with you is like, where are you going, Quill? Hey, Quill, come back. What's he doing this time? I don't know. He just likes to wander. Hey, where are you going? Hey, come on, man. We can't sit here all day. And it's like, shut up and let me walk 20 feet and collect this thing. Like, let me just do it. And I don't know. I still stand <laughs> by that it's a design flaw. Like, if you're going to let me, if there's, if I can get off the beaten path to explore stuff, maybe just let the character shut up long enough for me to go and collect it. I don't if think that's I a hard I understand act. that. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I never, uh, at least when, when Jennifer and I were going through it, never felt like it was over overdone or that it was really, really super annoying or anything. I'll let you but play it see. with my three kids running around your living room, and then you tell me if it's not obnoxious. <laughs> I mean, that's, that is entirely <laughs> fair. I mean, having kids yell at you all the time, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, what? is very different than... Uh, chilling working all day then going home and listening going to the living room and uh and listening to the the guardians banter with one another even if i didn't have kids like i would still be annoyed by the fact that like whenever i just go off to like look in a corner somewhere for something all the characters are like yelling at me to come back like i don't know i just that's really just obnoxious i mean kids are no kids like if you're gonna if you're gonna have stuff for me to explore and collect like let me explore and collect it don't have three characters yelling at me to come back mm. the entire time. 
But but yeah, overall, I have been enjoying it more than I was initially when I was talking to you yesterday. I'm glad. I'm I'm very much glad. I do not enjoy as much as FF16 or even uh, right, or, or yeah. Ratchet and Clank. Like like you were right about Ratchet and Clank. Like it was, it's really really good. I'm really glad it I is. played it. Fan freaking tastic. This one right now is more just like I don't have anything better to play um at the moment <laughs> like whenever i want to play on the ps5 and so like i'll chip away at it when i feel like it and um not giving up on it yet i'm not gonna say with a hundred percent certainty that i'm gonna beat it or keep playing it much longer yeah. but i do enjoy it a lot more than i did in chapter one i think that you also we were talking about it before i think you're gonna really like uh illusion island whenever you get to it uh it it i don't know who says that it's like a six hour game, but it's not. Uh, maybe it's because I don't know. Maybe Jennifer has been playing this for a couple of weeks now, uh, a few hours every day. And it's at least a, a 15, 20 hour game, uh, at least for her and has still going through to hundred percent. And we were playing multiplayer last night for the first time. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, I love Metroidvanias and this is a Metroidvania where there's no actual combat in it. It's all about avoidance and, and platforming around things. So it's yeah. really, really fun. Uh, it's beautiful, too. Like, it is so pretty watching it on TV. So I think that whenever you get to it, you'll actually enjoy it, even if it is a shorter game for you. Yeah, I think I will, too. I mean, I, I had fun with um, Mario 3D World playing it like yeah. four player with the kids. Yeah. Um, even though it is That's chaos. It's chaos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, four people <laughs> on that one is, is nuts. It's pure chaos, and they also get mad at me because, like, if you run too far ahead, you all get turned into bubbles, you know? Yep. Um, and they would get mad at me because, again, it's like playing Guardians of the Galaxy. I go off the beaten path for a minute to collect a star, and they're all running ahead, and I get turned into a bubble, and I'm like, well, y'all wait 10 seconds? And they're like, Dad, Dad, come on, hurry, Dad. <laughs> See, that's why you need to play Illusion Island, because you just need to be first player, and it turns everybody else into uh, mail envelopes uh, and mails them back to you, and it only follows the first player. So, like, everybody has to keep up with you and do your stuff. So they'll just yell at you for not letting them do their thing, but they won't uh, stop you from doing yours. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I definitely... Uh, uh, recommend that one. Yeah. I think that about does it for this week's episode. And also I'm getting, uh, some work stuff I need to respond to anyway. Um, yep. but thank you guys for listening to our, our chill video game chat. And I uh, will probably keep doing this for the next little while. Um, until closer to die release. Um, yep. just because and then die will come out and we'll do that thing. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys for listening and let us know what you think about these games or the news that Dragon Quest Monsters DLC is coming. Let us know what you think yeah, about it, too. Yeah, like, super exciting. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at DragonQuestFM. You can support this podcast over at Patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. And if you want to talk to me individually, you can find me over on Twitter and uh, Blue Sky as well, at DragonQuestin. And I need some people to talk to on Blue Sky because it's super dead over there for me. So if you have Blue Sky, come chat with me because I have nothing to do there. And I'll probably just end yeah, up leaving I, in like a week like I do other uh, social media alternatives. So talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm on Twitter as that Professor Beach uh, myself. Uh, I'm on Blue Sky thanks to uh, Austin. I think it's BJ Keaton 
there uh, because I couldn't. They took somebody already had Beach and stuff, and I didn't want to be Professor Beach anymore. And uh, I'm on Threads, and I think it's Professor Beach there because that's what my Instagram was. But again, I want to change it, so I'm there right now as those things. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dragonquestfm if you would like to support whatever this was. <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> Pause. Just just the silence there is my favorite part. Uh, thanks, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>